You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 62. Thomas Miller with you. Thank you very much for tuning in, joining us, catching this one. We're going to talk about a process today. I've been with this. Really, we've kind of been doing this most of 2015 and still working on it and still getting breakthroughs. And I'm excited about what we're going to go through and work on today. Now, you'll get the context for this by listening to some of these past podcasts. Probably especially go back to 57 and listen to that coaching call with Fred Dodson. But the base idea here is, and the gist that you will get of listening to all of these podcasts is really a simple formula from a number of sources, but particularly those that were around you and in your world for your first 12 to 15 years, programs a certain paradigm, as Bob Proctor calls it, a certain protocol, a certain way of doing things into your subconscious mind. So as you begin to unfold your adult years, as you see things come up over and over, you see patterns that you really didn't even think about or intend, they just happen, it comes out of that programming. You react to certain situations out of that programming. You create or destroy out of that programming. So that's what we've identified here, and this podcast has been about a plethora of ways and tools to give you the means to shift that subconscious paradigm. So, working through this process, one of the greatest tools in doing this is to become completely neutral to things, not holding on to anything in your life too tightly. I'll tell you, I I have people all around me right now who are going through this, and this lesson seems to be screaming from the heavens right now certainly is an area that I'm working on. So I thought we'd talk about it today and give you a technique. This is just a set of tools, really a procedure that you can use to clear out some stuff and you'll be more free. So pick an area and start thinking right now of an area that you might want to work on. If you want to work on job, career, health, money, relationship, Start to think of an area because for you, that will be the framework that you will hang this on for yourself. Also, I would point you to that section of uh, two of Fred Dodson's books. This is just great. If you're struggling right now with direction and things are happening and changing around you and you feel like you're losing control, I've got a situation like that going on at work. And I'll tell you, I'm just just, uh, almost oblivious to it. And it's because... I have re-listened over and over to that section. It's in Levels of Energy. It's the uh, section in Levels of Energy where it's 475 to 505. That's in the index. And it's also like the second half of the book Reality Creation Technique, both by Fred Dodson, both narrated on audio by me. You can go to subconsciousmindmastery.com, and right at the top there's a link where you can go to audible.com and buy the audiobook if you'd like to listen to it, carry around with you. The good part about that is you can just throw on some headphones while you're working around the house, etc., and you can listen. That chapter is one that you should just camp on. It's about 45 minutes long. But like I said, if you have chaos going on around you in your life, it is the, the river analogy. It's the story of floating down the river is a perfect, if you just get in that mindset then your life really starts to flow. And with that, you have to hold on to things loosely. 38 Special, you remember back in the 70s, 
hold on loosely, but don't let go. That was some good psychology right there and a good way to approach all of life, not just relationships. Hold on loosely. So the distinction to be made here is between setting an intention and saying, I'm going to do this, creating something you want, versus clinging to it so hard that it actually magnetizes it away from you. Remember, the seven laws of the universe, what is one of them? Vibration. You will attract or repel that which you are on the same frequency with. And that is if you are open to receive it. So if you're trying to control it because it's something you have to have, then that will actually push that vibration away from you. But when you get into this neutral point and get that dialed in, then you can bring things into your life fairly freely and quickly. But the speed at which it comes into your life then is also in the neutral zone. If you have to have it tomorrow, guess when it's not going to show up? And remember, one of the, another one of the seven laws of the universe is the law of gender, that everything has a gestation period. So if you get in the hurry-up mode, it will only push things farther away. There's a natural amount of time that things take to turn into form. So if you stay in this neutral zone, then you clear the channels to open things up to move more freely. So how can we do this? How can you practice it? All right, here's step-by-step. Number one, know and identify where your sources of resistance are coming from. They're coming from two places, one of two places. Either your, you should know this by now if you've been listening to any of these podcasts, your conscious mind, one, your subconscious mind is the other. So if you are resisting something consciously, that's when you stomp your foot, you don't want to do something, you get mad, you get frustrated, you get demanding, you throw a fit. Great big word for all of that resistance. That happens, that's, that's originating in the conscious mind, and you can easily identify it in your conscious mind. And I want to tell you something, to tell you this really, really, really clearly here. If you don't like anything that's going on around you, that's resistance, and it's only magnetizing more of that to you. So just look around your life, take a moment, think about, pause this if you need to, pause it right here. And think about your life and think about areas that you just are intolerant of, something you can't stand, something you don't like greatly. Now, I'm not talking about the difference of choice. Remember, I've used this example before. You can choose to smoke a cigarette or not smoke a cigarette. That's purely choice. Just don't make the cigarettes wrong and bad. I personally, now that everybody now around here, they've made it illegal to smoke inside. So everybody's outside. All the smokers are outside. And it's hard to walk around downtown without uh, somebody blowing smoke in your face. So the position on that is not to make the smoker wrong, not to make the cigarette wrong. It's just to walk around it, find another path, maybe get a little more exercise. If you see five people lined up on the next block, shift over to the, ne- to the other side of the street and walk down on that side of the street. There are certain restaurants and and clubs where there are always people outside smoking. Well, don't walk in front of it if you don't want to get a big lung full of it while you're walking by. Now, that's not to say that you don't change certain things in your life. You, You always are pruning and looking for different improvements. But it's just when you identify something that you want to change, 
you identify it from a standpoint of what you're creating. You want something over here to replace this item, but you don't get all entrapped and encased and entombed by this thing that you don't like. I'll tell you, I've got a couple of places in my life right now that I could get all up in it if I wanted to, and I'm just not. It's because of going through this process, and it's about releasing, and it's like realizing you're in a boat, you're floating down a river, life is taking you where you're supposed to go, so don't worry about it. Just enjoy the ride. And then you can pick things along the way that you want to magnify, but magnify them from a standpoint of what you're creating. Now, the other area where this will show up is in your subconscious mind. And it will usually appear in one of a couple of ways, either a deep feeling or through the process of meditation. So the more you work on this, the more progress you make, the less that you will resist consciously. So then to find these deeper pockets of resistance, you have to go digging. And usually that's going to be through meditation or through this little exercise that I'm going to tell you about today. But it will come up when you go in and start to look at, look at it and bring it out. Things will come up. So I've been working on this in one particular area a lot lately. And if you wanted to go back and catch that, go back to 57 and listen to that coaching call that Fred Dodson and I did together. That's kind of the basis of this. And I've kept working on this because I knew what Fred did and what Fred went through there made tons of progress in this one area, but there were still some deep little pockets. There were still some little areas of resistance that were down in there that I knew I needed to keep clearing out. So did another meditation that is described in another one of Fred's books that we have not done audio on yet. It's called Prosperity Consciousness. So in this exercise, you obviously get quiet. It wouldn't hurt for you to have your journal with you. And so for this particular area, let's just talk about money. But again, you could apply anything in your life. Slug in another word. It's just the same process. And, and that is what you're going to do is you're going to create in your mind that you lose everything. If it's in a case of money, then lose everything. If it's a relationship, lose everything. If it's your health that you're working on, become completely bedridden. You have no health at all. So what I did in this little exercise is I envisioned the home that I'm living in uh, completely bare, as bare as the day I moved into it. Nothing. And I pictured people coming in and hauling stuff off. Here was some guy from the bank. Here's some guy in overalls, coveralls. And here's some guy from a moving company. And here's some people from Craigslist. And I mean, it's just piece after piece after piece. I just dismantled my whole living environment in my mind. This is not creating it. You're not going to dwell on it. In fact, it got kind of funny. I saw these people as like cartoon characters almost coming in. And I was just, I was laughing really going through this as they were emptying out my place. But room by room, piece by piece, I got rid of all of it. And then it was completely empty bare as the day I moved in and I was standing there because I didn't have any place to sit in my mind. So then I checked in. How are you with that? You just lost everything. You lost every belonging you ever had. How are you feeling? And I was okay with it. I was laughing still. I was kind of chuckling about it, but I was okay. No resistance. So there was nothing there. I'm just completely neutral. So I have a little storage unit. Threw up the door on that and looked into there. And I mean, it was completely 
empty. Somebody had come into it overnight and they had just completely cleaned the thing out. I had nothing to show for it, had no idea where it all was. It was just gone. Thank goodness they had swept the unit out. <laughs> I'm, I'm clean in these visualizations, but it was all gone. And I was like, how do I, how did I feel? And I was actually glad it made me happy because I didn't have to deal with all that crap. So two items down and a couple more to go. So then I, I just went to my bank accounts and it was like, you know, you got a checking account, all gone. Every dollar of it just evaporated, turned the balance to zero. I pictured in my mind logging in on the website, you know, and looking at the balance, boom, zero. How do you feel about that? And my response was, well, that's kind of a bummer, but you know, it was checking account, not much in there anyway. It's just, you know, kind of the expense, the household expense account. And, uh, hmm, okay, well, well, you know, we can rebuild it. We'll just, we'll just uh, start over. No problem. No resistance. Just checking inside. Is there any resistance there? Nope. No resistance. So went to the, you know, the retirement account, the 401k account. <laughs> Gone. And how do you feel about that? Well, damn, you know, it took a while to build that up. Guess we'll just have to do it again. Again, same thing. No resistance. It just was okay. I was okay with it because I've been doing this, working through what you heard in 57 and had really come a long ways. Have one other account, savings account. That one, there was a little bit more resistance. Why? Because it's, you know, it's your savings. I mean, it's, it's what you've been working on accumulating over time. That one stung a little bit. Ah, so now we've identified that point of resistance. So there was a little bit of an internal reaction, enough to say, ah, there it is. Now you shift the process. So whether you've found this on the conscious level or whether you've had to go digging multiple layers deep on the subconscious level, once you get there, now we're going to hold it in our hand and we're going to examine it. So now the next part of the process is to start dialoguing with your subconscious mind. We remember we talked about that in a recent podcast as, as well. And I did you the little audio meditation where I threw the voice off in the subconscious mind. I forget which, which uh, number that was. 59. Okay, 59. Thank you. So you begin the dialogue with your subconscious mind. What's the problem? Got it. You acknowledge it. Thank you for bringing that up. Ah, we can talk about this. Great. What are you afraid of? What's the problem here? And it came out. For me, there were just a couple of attachments that were in there, and my subconscious mind told me exactly what it was. So then you began to negotiate a solution. So... If this area were completely lost, here is what we would do to rebuild from there. I started listing out some options, just throw, throwing the stuff down, throwing spaghetti against the wall. Just here is something that we could do. And your spirit, your intuition, your subconscious mind will tell you whether that's a workable, viable solution or not. So at this point, what you're looking for is that agreement between your conscious and subconscious mind. And you will know when it clicks in because you will ju it will just feel right. And I was able to come up with a couple of solutions, game plan, if you will, to say, you know, if this happened, then here's what we would do. Are you, you okay with that? Would you be with me? Would you support me on that? Would you have my back? Yes, absolutely. Okay, then when you get to that point, go back and revisit that area again. So then I went back to that account, looked at it going to zero, would I be okay with it? Yes. 
Now, don't rush that last yes. For me, it actually came pretty quickly. If it's a deep area, then then honor the no. If you go back and you say, would you be okay if it went to zero? Or would you would you be okay if you lost this relationship? Would you be okay if this possession was gone from you? Would you be okay if you lost your house? No. Well, then keep working through the process. Don't skip over it. At that point, you could come back and set a new intention. Redo the exercise. You might have to set it aside for a while at that point, but you could come back and redo the exercise at a later time with the intention that you are going to address this area and that you're going to work it through with your subconscious mind in a way that you have agreement. It's not you're going to muscle over it. You're going to get an agreement and go in with that intention. All right, now, the other side of the coin. Then what you do is you do an equal visualization, but this time we get to have some fun because we are going to experience lavish abundance. So, I mean, I started decorating that little place and I had the most beautiful leather furniture and inlaid coffee table, marble coffee tables and, oh my goodness, French antiques and vases and and beautiful things all around and a wonderful office setting and a full set of bedroom furniture that was four-poster bed and dresser and book. I mean, just decorated the place to the hilt. Beautiful artwork on the walls, indirect lighting. I mean, I I rent, but I redid the bathroom and I just paid for it because I had so much money. I put a stand-up shower in there and a marble floor and marble countertops and I just paid for it. I had contractors come in and we just did it. I mean, no big deal that I'm going to walk away from it someday. It was just, it's what I wanted and I made it, I mean, I did it up. I got a couple of new cars. One of them was a nice black, oh, one of them was really fast. (laughs) One of them. I think the other one was a black Mercedes or BMW or something. I mean, just, you know, just comfort. I mean, it was just comfortable. I was enjoying the life of abundance and lavish abundance. And I was doing okay. I'd check in every point. Are you okay with this beautiful home? Yes, that's really nice. Wow. What about these cars? Oh, man, this is fun. When I got up to about five or six houses that I was flying a jet airplane in between, my own plane, but when I got up to five or six homes, then it got a little kind of got started to get a little crazy. Right. And I was like, well, but I don't need that many homes. So what was happening there is the subconscious mind was saying, that's the limit where I'm going to now start putting a cap on this abundance. Well, actually that cap is really a lot lower than what came up in that meditation. And that's the whole point. You're exposing your limitations. So what you want to do is just release that so that you're completely open-ended to be as abundantly blessed as you possibly can be. So what I did is just turn that into something that really excited me. I mean, to the point of where I just got uber excited about making tons of money and that I was totally okay with it. What I did is I took those five homes and I turned them into uh, little resort communities, if you will. So probably, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 acres in size. Uh, Each one had a garden where it grew organic fruits and vegetables that was used in the cooking. Each place had a little bungalow or these little cabins around, depending on where it was. And these were located in some of the most beautiful places around the earth. 
So people could stay there. It had a commercial kitchen, so each place could prepare its own food for the people there. It had a vegetable garden, meeting rooms, and comfortable accommodations. So these are not only places that I could go enjoy, and they, are, they were very beautiful, but they are places where other people could come and study this kind of work and where this kind of material is taught in those locations, a place where you could come meditate, where you could eat wonderful, organic, homegrown food. You could have some great teaching, do yoga, get physically active, and just completely rejuvenate yourself so that you're ready to go back out and make a difference in the world. And this is what really got me excited. Because I was so lavishly rich, this was not some $2,500 a week resort. It was all free. It was a lottery. So I actually envisioned in my mind that you, this podcast audience, could send me an email and say that you wanted to go to the bungalow resort retreat in Belize, for example, and you wanted to be there in the month of March and we would just slot it in. And you could go there for a week, all expenses paid. All you would have to do is get there and then just enjoy it. The rest is taken care of. Now, how excited do you think I got about becoming a multi-billionaire with that kind of a plan in mind? It completely took the lid off for me. I mean, you talk about a total reframe job, that did it. It completely shifted every perspective. And it was such an emotional meditation that all I have to do is talk about it like this. In fact, really, all I would have to do is just for a minute stop and think about it, and I could instantly go back into that state. So, I mean, you talk about a dramatic shift. Now, all of a sudden, there literally is no resistance remaining, no cap on how lavish I could be abundantly blessed no more regret or barrier in going out into the world and doing what it takes to accumulate this lavish abundance. I mean, it's not going to come down the chimney. Santa Claus was a good idea, but it's not going to produce that. And it just opened up and cleared out some blocks that would have prevented that flow of the universe, that river of life, from doing its part to open the doors and to present the various opportunities and make sure all the pieces and parts are lined up as they should be. So like I said, this is an exercise that you could do in any area of your life. I just picked that one, and I know that will connect with some of you, but relationships, job, health, moving from one part of the country to the other, it doesn't matter whatever it is. The process of becoming neutral to be okay where things are flowing. All right, now for the rest of the story. In the process, after that, I have had three things open up for me that just seemed to fly in the window. Wasn't expecting any of them. One has manifest. It manifests within literally a couple of hours. The others are still in the mist stage, the smoke stage, as we were saying in a couple of podcasts ago from the book Manifesting 123. Some things just stay in the smoke form, but you can play with them and you can experiment with them and you can develop them. So that's what I'm doing with those. No attachment to any of it. Now, I am working on some products. I'm excited to, uh, to talk about this. I'm working on some products that I think will help you with this. They're going to be guided audio meditations that will help you uh, work through these processes of finding your highest and best self and then removing the blocks. So I am excited about that, working on it. 
and hope to have some bigger announcements coming soon in regards to all of that. But definitely working on it because I really would love to give you the tools to permanently instill these changes in your life. Now, best thing you could do, take 30 minutes, sit down with your journal. Hopefully you've made notes along the way of this process and then just do it. Do it for yourself and enjoy what comes up. Let it be. Don't have any uh, judgment or attachment to it. Let it be what it is. And then you can keep working on it. Just keep repeating the process, repeating it, repeating it. Commit that time to yourself. Don't get so busy that you don't have time to work on you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast number 62 of Subconscious Mind Mastery. I'm Thomas Miller. Enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.